Hello, welcome to NCF this morning. Lovely to see everybody here. Lovely to see the sunshine. Today is a family service, so there is going to be lots of things for you to participate in cheerfully. And we are going to um, uh, have a gift day today. Today is a gift day. We did warn you a bit about that. But I have some, some practicalities about the gift day part of what we're doing today. And it's about gift aid. If you're a UK taxpayer and you have already filled out one of these gift aid forms for the church, that's fine. That's brilliant. That's fine. Anything you give today will be covered by that. Um, it's brilliant these days because if you give cash, then we can claim the gift aid on that as well. So, in fact, the only way to give anonymously, properly anonymously, is, is to give cash. So that's fine. If you're putting cash in, we can give the gift aid. Yes, you can, because I handily have an IOU some slips here as well. So if you uh, would like to give via the bank or via a cheque that you haven't got a chequebook with you today, um, or you would like to use the church website, which now handily has a little button that you can click and give to the church on, how exciting is that? Um, then you can use one of these forms, and if you fill in part of it and put that in the offering and keep the other half which has got all the information on it then that's fine um so that's the gift aid bit um if you haven't filled out a gift aid form and you uh, you would like to give and you are a uk taxpayer please take one of those if you would like to give um using the iou form then uh use one of those these are going to be at the back over here where there is handily some pens on a table Please feel free at any point during the service to just go and help yourself to that. We will be doing our giving later on. Jill. Yes. If I give the church a pound, how much extra does the church get with the gift aid form? That is a very good question. And it used to be 25p, and it still is 25p. Fantastic. So it's worth it. It's worth it. Thank you. Father God, thank you that you know when each of our birthdays are. You know exactly what has happened to us already this morning. You know what is happening in the rest of our day today. Lord, we want to give you this period of time when we're here as your family together in church. Lord, we pray that you will speak to us, encourage us, Help us to hear your voice as we gather together as your family here right now. In Jesus' name. So you might be thinking, well, Jill's told us about how we're going to do the gift day. And there's a receptacle you might have noticed just there, as well as digital receptacles all over the place. But why are we having a gift day day? What's the point? Two things. We want to make the foyer look a lot more modern, a lot more inviting, so that when people come in, they don't just think, oh, this is a bit of a tired building, but the people perhaps care. We want people to come in and say, this looks like a great place to come. So that's one reason we want to do it. The other is, we want to give people that are moving on to the new estates and moving on to this estate, different printed materials so they know that we're here. Yesterday, I went a bit and did a bit nosiness. I went and looked around the show homes in Neesborough Way. Yeah, there's several of them. So I've got the maps here of what the new estates are going to look like. But it's not just buildings. 
it's people living in the buildings that we want to reach and tell about Jesus. So that's our aim, to reach people and to make the church a lot better looking. Thank you, John. Right, it wouldn't be a family service without a memory verse, would it? I can see you're all looking really pleased. <laughs> yes, let's be cheerful. You can have three teams. You can stay in your, as you're sit, sitting, but you will have to sort of get up and move around a bit because your memory verse is here. Right. This is a sensible team that I can give sharp pointy scissors to. <laughs> Thank you, Jill. And this team have got rounded ones to be not quite as sensible. And, well, we'll un unpop it. And, and, oh, I don't know. My intention's to, like, fling it. Oh, we're going to fling it. Right. There you go. And here's your memory there. Right. Go, teams. Put it together. Put it together and sellotape it together. Make sure you've decided which way it goes before you stick it. How are we doing? Does anybody need any help? If you can do, stick it together in one long line, that's great. If you stick it together in one long line, that's absolutely fantastic. One long line. I can see which team's going to win here. Try lying it on the floor, perhaps. You've done. Can you hold it up for... It's not stuck together. <laughs> Finished. First team. Can I have it in one long thing? Yeah. Let's just check we've got it right. It's 7C because it's fan fantastic. Brilliant. Team one has won. Hey. Team two. Fantastic. Now, I've been very kind. It's only part of a verse. <laughs> so it's only got a few words in it. Okay. Would you all like to just say it? God, God loves a cheerful giver. And it's from 2, 2 Corinthians, Corinthians 9, 9, verse 7. But if you want to go to the Bible and read it, there's, there's more in that verse. But I was just being very kind. That was very kind of you, Fiona. Well done. And cheerful. And very cheerful of you. <laughs> Can we all say that again together? God loves a cheerful giver. 2 Corinthians 9, verse 7. Woo! Excellent. Now, if you enjoyed all that crafty stuff... Let me point out to you the excitingness that is happening on the table over here. If you are young in years, or even young in heart, you can come along to this table here. You can come right now. That's absolutely fine. Uh, we have some bookmarks with the memory verse on to be colored in, please. Uh, any, any kind of colors? There's, there's lovely colors here. We have an exciting word search. Ooh. 
We have some um, more uh, examples of the uh, memory verse to be colored in and some coin rubbing can be done with, with that here. So anybody would like to come and uh, have a go at this at any point during our service, please just come. Now is fine. Go for it. Yes, please do avail yourselves of the table. We're going to sing a song now, and, and its title is actually Offering. Um, look at the words and see what you're singing. And it does point out that we're only actually able to offer anything to God because of what he's given to us already. And can we just have another rendition of the memory verse? God loves a cheerful giver. 2 Corinthians 9 verse 7. Fantastic. Hello. 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 Oh, I'd love to have a drink, please. Could you get me a drink of water, please? Oh, thank you. Thanks. So satisfying on a lovely hot day like today. Are you cooking a meal? Could you cook me a meal as well, please? Anyway, can you still cook me that meal? Because this is what the Lord says, the God of Israel, of that jar even of flour. It's not going to be used up. The combustible, beautiful, ornate jar of uh, oil you've got there, that's not going to run dry until the Lord sends rain on this land. Oh, that looks truly scrumptious. For the jar, the jar of flour was not used up and the jug of oil did not run dry in keeping with the word of the Lord spoken by Elijah. We're going to sing a song. The third verse says, you are everything you've promised. Your faithfulness is true. We're desperate for your presence. All we need is you. So it's called Waiting Here for You if Faith Can Move the Mountains. So far, we've said these words very well. But what were they again? It was. Great. I've really heard it from this side. Sorry, you lot, you're lacking a little bit. Could you say it on your own, please? Oh, that was much better. And in the middle, where was that from? Alan? Oh, it's so naughty of me. I'm not being cheerful at all. Paul, you could tell it instead, couldn't you? 
That is brilliant. Sorry, Alan. Right, well done, everybody. We're getting to know it. I have a story for you now. This story took place in modern times. It's the story of a Christian woman named Ruby. Ruby's husband, Bob, was dying of cancer. Fifteen years earlier, he had started a company that manufactured water treatment chemicals. Now, in his waning days, his adult daughter had quit her teaching job to help with the business alongside Bob's wife, Ruby. Ruby knew that the business was slow, but she was shocked to find out from her daughter that the company was actually on the verge of bankruptcy. Some bills were 36 months overdue, three years. Bob had kept the problem secret to avoid burdening her, but now the truth was out. As she began to pray about the desperate condition of the business, God impressed upon her something that she had previously learned from God's word about giving. She sensed from God that she was supposed to start giving from the business account. She asked her husband's permission, and he agreed they had nothing to lose. Ruby went to the company secretary and told her to write a $1,000 check, this is in America, <laughs> to their church. The longtime secretary protested that there was really no money in the account and there were loads of bills that should really be paid first if they had the money. But Ruby insisted and the check went out. The next week, Bob died. It wasn't until a month later that Ruby went back to the company that she now owned. She asked the secretary what had happened to the check that was written to the church. She replied, Ruby, you won't believe it, but there was somehow enough money in the account to cover it. Write another one, Ruby said. Never, the secretary said. But Ruby prevailed as the owner. And for a whole year, they contributed $1,000 a month. The checks just barely clearing every month. The following year, the business began to flourish. And in that next year, all the past due bills got paid. Ruby increased the company giving to the point where they were giving $20,000 a month to ministry purposes. Now, this is just one person's story. It is quite a big and sort of spectacular one. But I want you to understand the giving principle is not about getting rich. It's not about giving so you get back. Don't misunderstand the point of the story. The widow who fed Elijah, that I was playing earlier, probably just got through the rest of her life with what was in the jar and the jug. 
Ruby may have become wealthy. We don't really know. But it's God that's sovereign in how much he provides. He says, God honors those who have trusted him, not only in 800 BC, but also for us today. Ruby is one in a long line of people who in their need have reached out to a God who provides. That reach towards God is expressed through financial giving that tests our trust if we haven't got anything, but then rewards us with a closer connection to God, improves our relationship with God, and then we are happy to leave our future in God's hands. Right, so we're just going to recap. We've heard about two very different widows, but they were had a lot of things that were the same. So I'd like you to participate and call out, and I've got a list of six things on my piece of paper, and you can't go home until you've said all six of them. Cheerfully, <laughs> Cheerfully yes. <laughs> so what do we know that was the same about the two widows? They what, sorry? They gave. That's two things. Which do you want? <laughs> Okay. Okay. Right. Right. Anybody else? We'll have something from this middle bit. Just one of the things. Pardon? They trusted God. Fantastic. That's on the list. God provided miraculously in both counts, in fact. You're doing well. That was the last thing on my list. Um, well, some of them are a little bit mixed in, I guess. They did. I've got believed and trusted, which I think is actually saying the same thing, isn't it? Yep. Sorry? Say it again. Unconditionally. Yes. I've put what little they had. They... No, and they gave more than you would expect them to. The widow didn't save her last meal just for her and her son, which, you know, you think to yourself, I'm sure if I'd been in that situation, I would have done. How dare this man come up and say he wanted my food? (laughs) I'm guessing he had a presence of God about him. But they also, and I don't know whether this is, I think this is very, very, very important. They all, both of them heard God. The widow heard God's word from Elijah and the other lady heard during prayer. And that is so key to anything you're giving, particularly today on this gift day. It's not us that's going to tell you to give us hundreds of pounds. It's God who needs to tell you what he wants you to give. It's, it's, you, you must hear from God. So, yeah, no, you've done all right. <laughs> Who can remember the memory verse? Yay, come on then. God loves a cheerful giver. 2 Corinthians 9, 7. Yay, excellent, well done. Right, we're going to sing again. This is my desire. Lord, yes, we ask that you'd have your way in us. 
thank you, Lord, for the words of that song, and thank you, Lord, that they're words we mean. So, Lord, have your way in us, Lord. Amen. This is my desire, to honour you. Lord, with all my heart, I worship you. And for a lot of us, worship is a lot about singing and music. That's just part of worship, isn't it? We can worship in so many ways. And today, being gift day, we can say to God, Lord, I desire to give my heart, my life, because you've given it all. That's worship. If you go downtown and you've got a bit of money to spare, you're going to put it some, into an investment, aren't you? You're going to put it in a savings account, maybe. And hopefully, if you look around, you'll get 2 or 3% a year interest in it, if you look around enough. Yeah. I looked on Martin's site today, and that's what he said. Two or three, but a lot do a lot less than that. But the thing is, God's way different to what he'd expect in a Halifax building society. This is 2 Corinthians 9, 6, and 7. We've read it already, and I'm not going to ask you to say it now, but this is the Passion Translation. Here's my point. A stingy sower will reap a meager harvest, but the one who sows from a generous spirit will reap an abundant harvest. Let giving flow from your heart, not from a sense of religious duty. Let it spring up freely from the joy of giving, all because God loves hilarious generosity. When we put money into an account, hopefully we'll get a bit back, a bit extra. With God, that's so totally different. Everything we have is God's already. All we're doing is saying, Lord, I give this to you because I'm honoring you. I'm trusting you. You are faithful in my life. I know I can trust you for the future. A few verses, Mark 12. You know the story. Jesus sat down opposite the place where the offerings were put and watched the crowd putting their money into the temple treasury. Many rich people threw in large amounts, but a poor widow came and put in two very small copper coins worth only a few pence. Calling his disciples to him, Jesus said, Truly I tell you, this poor widow has put more into the treasury than all the others. They, have gave, they all gave out of their wealth, but she, or out of her poverty, put in everything, all she had to live on. And so today, God is calling us to maybe put some money into the offering but also to give our lives, our passions, our talents, our desires over to him, because that's true worship. And the memory verse is? Fantastic. We're going to wake you up a little bit now, because that did sound a little bit sleepy, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to sing... One of my favourite songs in that it's uh, Rend Collective, so it makes you want to dance. It wouldn't be a family service without a quiz. Are you feeling quiz-like? Like you're sort of raring to go with your brain cells? Great. Well, this is the idea of the quiz today. I've got 
either a character from the Bible or a scenario in the Bible, like a story in the Bible. And what we're going to do, I'm going to read some clues out and you've got to tell me what it is. So usually there's four clues to each scenario, each sort of person. And if you get it from the first clue, you're going to get four points. You're underwhelmed, I can see, but that's okay. Right, so I think, uh, could you split down the middle? So Phyllis and Yvette, could you go on that side? And then these good people are going to come on that side. That's kind of, that's about brain cells equalness, isn't it, I think? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to read some questions out. If you know the answer, all you need to do is say, oh, that was Professor Plum. But he wasn't in the Bible. Yeah, so put your arm up and then we'll see who's put their arm up because the team who says the answer first will get the points. (laughs) I'm going to stand in the middle. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to read a clue out. If you know who the person is or what the scenario is, what the story is, put your hand up and I'll say yes, cheerfully. And then you will sort of then tell me who you think the person is or the scene. Okay, so here's... Yeah. They're scoring. So remember, they think I'm going to use the questions they've given me. Anyway, pressing onwards. Right, okay, are we listening? Here's the first clue. Tell me who this is, if you know. He did a 40-day excursion as a representative of the tribe of Ephraim. This is worth four points. Yeah, I can say it again. You don't lose points if I do that. He did a 40-day excursion as a representative of the tribe of Ephraim. Yvette. Joshua, that is four points to this team. And warm feelings towards Yvette. On this side, perhaps not so much on this side. Okay, here are the, I won't tell you the other clues, but uh, here's the next one. So this is a different person or a different story or a different scenario, okay? A different person. This lady married a man from Bethlehem. Oh, Jean. Mary. I don't think we can go with that. That'd be Alma. It's Ruth. So... We might, in a few minutes, swap some of the people on this side and help those on that side. I think that might be useful. Okay, well done. All things are working well on this side. Fiona, what are you going to say to your team? No, encourage them. That's it. Well done. Okay. Here's another group of people or person or, or story or whatever. We lived in Judah but moved close to the Euphrates. I'll say it again. I'll say it slower. We lived in Judah, but moved close to the Euphrates. How's your Bible geography? Guess. That's a help, isn't it? Because it said, 
we lived. Ooh. Okay. Should we go for another? You're on the right track, Jean. You're on the right track indeed. So that's good background information. Here's the next clue. H, M, and A became S, M, and A. Ken, could you be a bit more specific about his mates? I don't believe it. That is, that's uh, three points. Yeah, three points. Okay, we're doing well. On to the next one. This is a different person, of course. He overheard a man telling his friend his dream. I'll say it again. He overheard a man telling his friend his dream. Right. I think Lexi had a hand up as well, look. Joseph, I do like it. It does begin with a letter, just like this one begins with a letter, but it wasn't that one. Right. Shall I give you another clue? Another clue? I think this might give it away. He, thre- he threshed wheat in a wine press. Did he put his hand up and say, no, but, but it's okay. Gene did. So Gene, I think. Gideon? Yes, that's three points to the lady who put her hand up. He did, but he didn't put his hand up. We're very cheerful, but is that fair? Who's, who's winning at the moment? I think that you should be cheerful that Jean put her hand up. Is that very cheerful? That was the rule. Okay, let's go for the next one. Put your hand up if you know the answer. All right. I feel like I'm in school. <laughs> okay, here's the next one then. 153. Alex. Phyllis, does anyone over here want to just repeat what Alex said? Because he was pretty good, wasn't he? Phyllis, do you want to say it? (laughs) Alex, you were exactly right. Should we give half marks, half of them each? Because everyone knew that, didn't they? Well, Alex didn't put his hand up but and when I'm making it complicated but when Alex didn't put his hand up but then he started then he did put his hand up so I think let's do it um, well that'll be four points but we're going to take two off for not putting his hand up how about that we've got one more to go One more to go. So what's the score at the moment then, Fiona? Seven? Oh, it's really close, isn't it? Oh, this is really good. Okay. Hands up, and then I'll ask you what it is. This is the last deciding question. This man, letting you think, so you just get rid of all the ladies in the Bible, all right? This man had eight sons. I'll just do the same. No, that's true. Okay, I'm going to give you the next point, the next idea. 
he lived until he was 175. Any odd Israel? That's pretty old, isn't it? Oh, I'm liking it, but you're wrong. Should we do the next one? Guess is always good. Paula. Can we say who was one then? Jill, tell me your... No, sorry. So, Fiona, I'll ask you. That was uh, three points. Okay. It was Abraham. Fiona. Fiona, can you tell us how many you've got on your modern scoreboard, please? You've got eight. Thank you very much. And Mrs. S. Well, we've got 11. We're the most cheerful team. Hooray! Well done, everyone. And they were kind of all relevant because they were, they were people who had to trust God and who were, you know, asked to give of different things. If you have a think back, the people who we were, we were talking about, Ruth and uh, Gideon and the disciples. the disciples with the fish and uh, Abraham and Joshua. Yeah. So there's some living examples of putting our trust in God uh, in our giving uh, there from the Bible for you. Thank you. Right. So now we're going to have a prayer time. Um, now I have given out some, some set prayers for uh, some people to read out. Thank you. Uh, so if you, uh, we're ha- going to have that time now. If uh, you want to just pray out loud anyway, that's absolutely fine. I'll start us off and then um, we'll carry on in a moment. God, thank you that you speak to us in so many different ways. And Lord, we ask now that you will come and speak to us about our giving and about our attitude towards you and about how we can give in terms of money, in terms of our time, in terms of our whole being. Lord, we want to be giving you everything as you have already given everything for us. Thank you. Amen. The time has come. Now we actually give. Yay! Can we remember the memory verse? How are we going to give? God loves a cheerful cheerful giver. giver. 2 Corinthians 9 verse 7. 7. Well done. Okay, now then, we're going to do this in a slightly different way to normal. Woo!
Shiva. Okay, well, you know, it's all fun. It's all good. Yay, cheerful giving. Thank you. Well done. Well done, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to pray for the offering all together. So we know we are praying that the offering is going to be used for um, making the entrance hall look nicer, better. So that's towards that. And it's towards the printed materials and things for evangelism for, for people moving into new estates. So let's pray right now that what we've um, given in terms of IOUs and in cash and what we're going to give by clicking the church button website thing, all the ways we've been able to give, um, that God will use that for his glory for in these areas. Thank you. Let's go. Thank you, Lord, for what you've given us. Thank you, Lord, that you love us so much that you gave us everything. So, Lord, as we give back to you today, Lord, will you use it and be glorified through the way that it's used there, Lord. Lord, we thank you. We thank you very much. And, Lord, we just love it that you're with us and you want to do new things. So, thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you that you're with us and everything is great with that. Praise you, God. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. So, we're nearly at the end. Still a few more things to do. If you didn't come prepared to give, by the way, and you don't want to do it on a computer, you can always put it a cash in an envelope and just put special offering next week or something like that, or give it to Paul, and that'll be just fine as well. Now, while we've been worshipping here, doing all sorts of things, we've had a group of marvellous people worshipping doing different things as well. Who would like to know what they've been doing? Yes, right. I think we need you lot to come over here. Would that be all right? And bring your stuff so you can... So, Okay, so if there's a a shake of the head, that means they're not going to come over here, but I'm going to go over there. Not too far. Now, what's been going on here then, Jess? Word search, was it interesting? I do like, can I show everyone? I do like the multicolored swap shop. I can't help but say swap shop after multicolored. But there it is. Were there any other words that you found that weren't on the list? Yeah. She's talented. That's really good. Okay, what else have we been doing? Rua. Ah, can I show everyone? That'd be all right. Okay. So this is Rua's work of art. How? But it's better than that. Have a look on the back. Wow, that is fabulous. Oh, nice work. Oh, what have we got here? Can I have a look? I'm inquisitive. Two bookmarks. Can I show everyone? Oh, lovely. Which is your favourite? Both of them. Oh, okay, I better show both of them then. Can I have a helper, please? Work of art status. Fantastic. Lovely. So, at the end, we're going to give you these bookmarks. So, if you want to take one and use it, brilliant. You can remind yourselves that God loves a cheerful giver. Because we've got the bookmarks to prove it. Thank you very much. And what have we got here? Who did this? Oh, that was, this is the Blue Peter demonstration already prepared. Marvellous.
Right. Anything else that's really good that I need to see? And all of these need to see as well? <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Can I have a look? What have you been... Is this yours? Okay. Can I show everyone that? Or would you... What should I show people? That, okay. We've got another bookmark. And this is Striptastic. Can you see? Yeah. Lovely. So, stripiness galore. And it's brilliant because, again, it says 2 Corinthians 9, 7. What does that say again? Cheerful giver. Oh, brilliant. Okay. So, what we want to do then now is collect any of these bookmarks that have been finished and then give them out to people. Would that be okay? Yeah. Yeah, if you want to keep yourself marvellous, fantasticness, that's all good. But if you want to give it out to anyone, now's your chance. So if you want to just sort of say, thank you very much. Uh, well, you can keep that and, uh, yeah, if you want to, that'd be fine. But it's the bookmarks. If you want to give those out to people, that'd be great. So should we do that now? God loves a cheerful giver. So if you've got a bookmark that you've done, or even a blank one, because I reckon some of these people over here are a bit sort of marvellous at doing this sort of stuff, but they like to do it privately. <laughs> They're private colourinators. So if we've got some bookmarks. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah, you can do. So who would like a bookmark? Oh, thanks for setting a good example. That's brilliant. John, you almost put your arm up then, didn't you? Even if you didn't do it earlier. That's great. Oh, we bet. Thank you very much. Anyone? Oh, Andre. So there are plenty more. So any more? Oh, is that all right to give some more? Oh, thank you. Is it? Well, it says by Jess on the back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, go on, tell us, Colin. Yeah, it's Paul Wood. <laughs> but does it say something else in front of it? Reverend Paul. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and what's, what's it say down here, then? <laughs> so, if you look at these word searches, you'll see there's some other words that aren't there, and you might smile about it, because God loves a cheerful... Yeah. 